We officially learn who will get inducted into the Rock Hall today, but a Rock Hall slip-up might have revealed the list Tuesday. Cleveland's police union is still trying to restore the badge of the guy who killed Tamir Rice, and Cuyahoga County screws up some property tax bills, including mine. It's The Wake Up from Cleveland.com for Wednesday, January 15th. I'm Cleveland.com editor Chris Quinn. The announcement will be official this morning, but the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame may have tipped its hand Tuesday when it comes to the class of 2020. Anyone savvy enough to search the Rock Hall's website would discover that six potential pages for new inductees have been created but can't be accessed yet. Those six artists, all nominees, are the Doobie Brothers, Depeche Mode, Nine Inch Nails, The Notorious B.I.G., T-Rex, and Whitney Houston. As of early Tuesday afternoon, searching the URL rockhall.com slash inductees using the band names or the artist names yielded an access denied message for the page. Searching for any of the other of this year's nominees, people like Pat Benatar and Kraftwerk, and you got a broken URL and the words looks like the page you are searching for does not exist. The web issue was brought to Cleveland.com's attention by a representative of Future Rock Legends, a blog not associated with the Rock Hall. If these six are the inductees, it means the top two acts in this year's fan vote, Pat Benatar and the Dave Matthews Band, will not get in. The seven previous winners of the fan vote were all inducted. The induction is set for public call on May 2nd. We'll know for sure who was being inducted quite soon. Cleveland's police union will appeal a judge's ruling that upheld the firing of former police officer Timothy Lohman, the officer who killed 12-year-old Tamir Rice. The union is appealing Cuyahoga County Common Pleas Judge Joseph Russo's December ruling that upheld an arbitrator's decision that Lohman should remain fired, not for shooting Tamir, but for lying on his job application for the Cleveland Police Department. The city fired Lohman in May of 2017. Union representatives vowed for years to fight discipline handed down against Lohman and partner Frank Garmbach. Garmbach was initially suspended for 10 days without pay for his role in the Tamir shooting, but an arbitrator cut the discipline in half. Appealing an arbitrator's legally binding decision is typically an uphill battle. To overturn a ruling, a judge or panel of appeals judges must find that an arbitrator was corrupt or fraudulent in making a decision, that the arbitrator was biased in making a decision, or that there was misconduct in the hearing. Lohman fatally shot Tamir as the 12-year-old boy played with a pellet gun in November 2014 outside the Cadell Recreation Center. He was fired because he failed to disclose that the Independence Police Department dismissed him after determining he was unfit to serve. His personnel file from that job noted that he broke down and cried on the shooting range. Ohio expects turnout in the 2020 presidential election cycle may break records and is fully focused on making sure Ohio is ready when the eyes of the world are on us. That's what Ohio Secretary of State Frank LaRose told a U.S. Elections Assistance Summit on Tuesday. To reduce problems like long wait lines at polls that plagued past elections in the state, LaRose said the state will encourage voters to cast ballots early or use a mail-in option that's become increasingly popular nationwide. 
to make voting by mail easier. LaRose said he has proposed that the state government pay postage for mail-in ballots at a bulk rate and allow absentee ballot requests to be filed online instead of mailed. He also said the state's 28 days of early in-person voting, which includes weekend and evening hours, allow people to cast ballots who might have trouble making it to the polls on Election Day. The Washington, D.C. conference LaRose addressed was conducted by the U.S. Election Assistance Commission, an independent bipartisan organization established by the Help America Vote Act. Thought you already paid your property tax bill in full? Think again. At least some Cuyahoga County homeowners in Cleveland Heights, East Cleveland, and Shaker Heights are getting a second revised bill, and they must pay by January 30th, according to a notice mailed out by the county. Special assessments, which can be for things such as decorative lighting or special tree work, were omitted from at least some of the original tax bills. These normally included assessments or charges on top of property taxes for local governments, parks, libraries, and schools. The county hasn't said why it happened. Officials did not return phone calls to say how many of the revised notices were mailed out, whether people will be assessed a penalty if they are late on the revised portion of the bill, and why the revised bills did not break down the extra amount needed to make it easier for taxpayers who had already paid. The county pretty much admitted in the notice that it has no idea how this happened. Cleveland.com learned of this error because the notice went to someone on our team who brought the notice in to ask if this is a widespread problem. Full disclosure, it was me. If you think Cleveland.com looks different this week, you're not imagining anything. The site on Tuesday launched a new article page that makes its headlines bigger and text easier to read. The new page, which you can see both on desktop and mobile versions, features a bigger, more robust headline with a clearer serif font. The new page also improves spacing of images and text and removes background colors that could distract from the articles. The changes come on the heels of technological work that last year made Cleveland.com pages lighter and faster to load. They load roughly as fast as on the New York Times and Washington Post sites. You can see the new article page on all advanced local sites, including NJ.com and MLive.com in Michigan. Also new on Tuesday are breaking news email alerts, which you can receive for free by subscribing at cleveland.com slash newsletters. Thanks for listening to The Wake Up. We'll be back tomorrow with another edition. 